Merry Christmas and welcome to The Water Tower, a podcast that's a sort of spiritual reservoir or backup plan for anyone who might just need a little extra encouragement to make it through the week. I'm your host, Lee Younger from Christ Community Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and if you stick with us all the way to the end, you'll hear a full list of credits, including ways to contact us. For now, enjoy episode 52, a Christmas episode called The End of the Story by Tom Job.
Hey, I'm Caleb Coolia, and I'll be reading to you from 2 Corinthians 5, verses 16 through 17. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. So pray with me now, if you like. Lord, help us to judge people not on what we see, but on what we know them to be. For no matter what they look like, you found them worth making and worth dying for. And help us to see ourselves that way. For no matter how we feel, we have already been made new.
Hey everyone, I hope you're having an awesome carol singy, deck the holly, jingle belly, pump pummy, bright and merry, holly jolly week of merry Christmasiness. As that old carol said, why should men on earth be so sad when our Redeemer has made us glad? And with folks stressed and frazzled all around, it's an awesome opportunity to show the love of Jesus and to do something really grinchy for someone somewhere near you. What? Oh, sorry. Doing something grinchy means doing something kind and helpful for peace on earth, goodwill towards men. But I thought the Grinch was the meanest, coldest, most hateful, most spiteful creature ever. Yeah, but only at the beginning, not in the end. In the end, he wasn't that way. He was different. He had changed. His heart grew three sizes in one day. He brought Christmas back to Whoville after risking his life on the top of Mount Crumpet. And he, the Grinch, carved the roast beast. I wish folks would remember him for what he became and not for what he had been. That song still says, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. It should say, you were a mean one. Even worse, it goes on to say stuff like, you're a nasty, wasty skunk. Your heart is full of unwashed socks. Your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch. You're a rotter, Mr. Grinch. You're the king of sinful sots. Your heart, a dead tomato splotched with moldy purple spots. The three words that best describe you are as follows, and I quote, stink, stank, stunk. I mean, maybe he was those things? The king of sinful sots? Wow. But not by the last page. If you met him today, he'd be the sweetest creature you could ever know. To do something Grinchy is to do something loving with a heart full of Christmas, because that's who the Grinch is now except that he doesn't actually exist. It's kind of like that face of old Ebenezer Scrooge you see everywhere these days. You see that grumpy gills all over the place. The sad thing is that even though he was super mean for years, Dickens described him as a squeezing, retching, grasping, scraping, clutching, covetous old sinner. In the end of the book, he was changed totally. But just like old Ebenezer Grinch, people always think of old Ebenezer Scrooge the way he was at the beginning and not the way he was at the end. At the end of the little classic, he became as good a friend as good a master, as good a man, as the good old city knew, or any other good old city, town, or borough in the good old world. And it was always said of him that he knew how to keep Christmas well, if any man alive possessed the knowledge. May that be truly said of all of us. And so, as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone. I wonder why they never show him that way. Could you imagine smiling, cheery, chuckling old Ebenezer giving a hand and a hug to a weary beggar or stopping to sled down the hill with the kids behind his house? I'm sure it happened. One of my favorite pictures of the end of the story is in a kid's book that shows Scrooge and Tiny Tim sitting in the grass on a hill outside of springtime London laughing together. 
When a person really changes from what they shouldn't have been to what, with God's help, they could have been, I wonder why it's easier to remember what they were rather than what they've become. One time, Theodore Jessel, um, I mean Dr. Seuss, got a letter in the mail asking him to change the name of the star of How the Grinch Stole Christmas because people always hassle us about that book. The letter was signed, David and Bob Grinch, Ridgefield, New Jersey. Bummer. But Dr. Seuss disagreed. Can't they understand that the Grinch in the end is the hero of the story? It's not how you start out that counts, but what you are at the finish. Amen. It's not about what you were. It's about what God is making you now. The past is gone. It's past. That's why they call it that. You're not who you were. You're new. God doesn't see the mess of before. He looks at us and sees saints. Ephesians 1, verse 1. Sons and daughters. Romans 8, verse 14. Holy ones, whole ones, his choice, beloved. Colossians 3, verse 12. Beauties. Song of Songs, chapter 1, verse 15. The new you, a Christmas miracle. It really does happen. It's not just in stories. And all because of a story, the Christmas story. That story is different from how the Grinch stole Christmas story. The Christmas story is a true story. It's a story in the way they talk about a news story in the newspaper or the six o'clock news. The story of something that really happened. In one of his letters, the Apostle Paul talks about speaking with the tongue of angels. Apparently, angels have an amazing language all of all their own. Let's just call it Cherubimes or Seraphimian. But when one burst through the clouds on that first Christmas night with the message he wanted the folks to hear, he spoke in one of the languages humans speak and know. In the Greek language, he said or sang, fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. The word, I bring you good tidings, translates one word from that language. It's euangelizomai. Euangelion means good news. And I, euangelizomai, you means I tell you good news. News, news about something that has really happened. It's true. A savior has come. He really has. We're not who we were. A heart really can grow three sizes in one day. Here's a good Christmas verse. If anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That's how God sees you. Not what you were, not even what you are really, but who you are in Jesus. Being outside of time, he already sees you as who you will be one day. Free, faultless, filled with overflowing love all the time. The you you were always meant to be. He sees you as the new Scrooge, the new Grinch that he always meant you to be when he put you in this world. 
It says in the last book of the Bible that when we're finally with him in heaven, we'll get a new name. So people won't remember you by the one you had when you weren't fully the you you will be one day. And for all of us Scrooges and all of us Grinches, that's an awesome idea. first song today was He Loves Me So by Zach Hughes. Caleb Couliot read our scripture and prayed for us. The second song was Where Will I Find You by Christy Younger. Tom Job, our pastor here at Christ Community in Oak Ridge, brought us a message from 2 Corinthians 5, as well as Ephesians 1, Romans 8, Colossians 3, and a couple of Christmas classics. Our benediction was from Zechariah's song in Luke chapter 1 by Nino Mishler. Musical score was Tumble's Lullaby by Kyle McAvoy, featuring Stan Forby, used by permission with musicbed.com. You are hearing this because of Ian Gerthert, a dude who's like the present under the tree that's the exact shape and size of that one thing you put on your Christmas list that was a long shot. There was no way you'd ever get it, but glory hallelujah, there it is. And our intro and outro music was by the one and only Jed Brewer of The Bridge Chicago. If you have any feedback on an episode or just want to get in touch, please feel free to write us anytime, watertowerpodcast at gmail.com, or follow us on Twitter at watertowerpod. Thanks for listening, and may the living water fill you up.